Fantastic, you are here. Thank you for joining me again. This is the Lord of the Storm, your daily weekday Bible reading podcast with me, your Bible reading friend, Dan Parr. So I started this because I finished recording the New Testament and I wanted to have a way to get it into the hands of people. Just Google Dan Parr and Bible and you'll find it. But I also wanted to make sure they have a daily dose of Bible reading. So I'm reading the easy to understand and read version that I put together. And today we're in Matthew 26. You know, for the past 25 chapters, Jesus has been going around teaching, healing, loving, confronting when necessary, and the religious leaders have now had enough. So they put their plans into action. Let's ask God to bless this reading and dive right in. Father, we know that the cross is in front of Jesus as we read this part of scripture. Help us to gain new insight or understanding as we read your words we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Matthew 26. When Jesus had finished speaking, he said to his disciples, You know that in two days the Passover is coming, and the Son of Man will be handed over to be crucified. Then the chief priests, the experts in the law, and the leaders of the people were gathered together in the court of the high priest, who was named Caiaphas. They planned together that they would take Jesus secretly and kill him. But they said, Not during the feast, so there won't be a riot among the people. Now, when Jesus was in Bethany, in the house of Simon the leper, A woman came to him, holding an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume, and she poured it on his head as he sat at the table. But when the disciples saw this, they were angry, saying, What this waste! This perfume could have been sold for a lot of money and given to the poor. However, knowing this, Jesus said to them, Why do you criticize this woman? She has done a good deed for me. You will always have the poor among you, but you won't always have me. And pouring this perfume on my body, she did it to prepare me for burial. Most definitely, I tell you, wherever this good news is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done will also be spoken of as a memorial of her. Then one of the twelve, who is called Judas Iscariot, went out to the chief priests and said, What are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? So they counted out thirty pieces of silver for him. From that time on, Judas looked for an opportunity to betray him. Now, on the first day of unleavened bread, the disciples asked Jesus, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and tell him, The teacher says, My time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. The disciples did as Jesus commanded them, and they prepared the Passover. Now, when evening came, he was reclining at the table with the twelve disciples. As they were eating, he said, Most definitely I tell you that one of you will betray me. They were extremely sad, and each began to ask him, It isn't me, is it, Lord? He answered, He who dipped his hand with me in this dish will betray me. The Son of Man goes, even as it is written of him. But what agony there is for the man who betrays him. It would be better for him if he had not been born. Judas, who betrayed him, asked, It isn't me, is it, Rabbi? He said to him, You said it. As the disciples were eating, Jesus took bread, gave thanks for it, and broke it. He gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. He took the cup gave thanks, and gave it to them, saying, All of you, drink it, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. But I tell you that I will not drink wine from now on until the day when I drink it again with you in my Father's kingdom. After they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, All of you will be made to stumble because of me tonight, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go before you into Galilee. But Peter answered him, 
Even if all will be made to stumble because of you, I will never be made to stumble. Jesus said to him, Most definitely, I tell you that tonight, before the rooster crows, you will deny knowing me three times. Peter said to him, Even if I must die with you, I will not deny you. All of the disciples said likewise. Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane and said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took with him Peter and James and John, the two sons of Zebedee, and became deeply grieved and severely troubled. He said to them, My soul is overflowing with sorrow, even to death. Stay here and keep watch with me. He went forward a little, fell on his face and prayed, saying, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not what I desire, but what you desire. He came to the disciples and found them sleeping. He said to Peter, What? Couldn't you keep watch with me for one hour? Watch and pray so that you don't enter into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, a second time, he went away and prayed, saying, My father, if this cup can't pass away from me unless I drink it, your will be done. He came again and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. He left them again, went away, and prayed a third time, saying the same words. Then he came to his disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping? Look, the hour has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up, let's be going. Look, he who betrays me is here. While he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, came, and with him a great crowd, with swords and clubs, from the chief priests and leaders of the people. Now Judas, who betrayed him, had given them a sign, saying, Whoever I kiss, he is the one, seize him. Immediately he came to Jesus and said, Greetings, Rabbi, and kissed him. Jesus said to him, Friend, do what you came here to do. Then they came and grabbed Jesus and took him. Then one of the disciples drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. Then Jesus said to him, Put your sword back into its place, for all those who take up the sword will die by the sword. Or don't you know that I could ask my father and he would immediately send me more than twelve legions of angels? But how would the scriptures be fulfilled if that were to occur? At that time, Jesus said to the crowd, Have you come out against me like you would a robber with swords and clubs to seize me? I sat daily in the temple teaching, and you didn't arrest me. But all of this has happened so that the scriptures would be fulfilled. Then all the disciples left him and fled. Those who had taken Jesus led him to Caiaphas, the high priest, where the experts in the law and the leaders were gathered together. But Peter followed from a distance to the court of the high priest and entered in and sat with the officers to see what would happen. Now the chief priests, the leaders, and the whole council looked for false testimony against Jesus so that they could put him to death. Even though many false witnesses came forward, they found none they could use. But finally, two false witnesses came forward and said, This man said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and to build it in three days. The high priest stood up and said to him, Have you no answer? What is this that these testify against you? But Jesus remained silent. The high priest answered him, I command you by the living God that you tell us whether you are the Christ, the Son of God. Jesus said to him, You have said so. Nevertheless, I tell you, after this, you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of power and coming on the clouds of the sky. When the high priest heard it, he tore his clothing, saying, He has spoken blasphemy. Why do we need any more witnesses? Look, now you have heard his testimony. What do you think? They answered, He is worthy of death. Then they spit in his face and beat him with their fists. Some of them slapped him, saying, Prophesy to us, you Christ, who hit you? Now Peter was sitting outside in the court, and a servant girl came to him and said, 
you were also with Jesus the Galilean. But he denied it in front of everyone, saying, I don't know what you are talking about. When he had gone out onto the porch, someone else saw him and said to those who were there, This man was also with Jesus of Nazareth. Again, he denied it with an oath, saying, I don't know the man. After a little while, those who stood by came and said to Peter, You must also be one of them, for your accent gives it away. Then he began to curse and to swear, I don't know the man. Immediately, the rooster crowed. Peter remembered the words which Jesus had spoken to him. Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Then he went out and wept bitterly. So there is so much going on in this chapter, and my goal has always been to keep this under 10 minutes, and I'm going to try, but if I go over a little, forgive me. Jesus tells his disciples he's going to be crucified. Then a woman comes and pours perfume on his head, and they freak out. What a waste, they say. Is it possible that they were more concerned about money than they were the Lord? Well, we know at least one person was, because we're told immediately after this, Judas agreed to betray him. Jesus tells us in this chapter that it is by his shed blood that we are forgiven. So if you've never heard that message before, hear this. It's only because Jesus died on the cross for our sins that we can be forgiven. And this is probably one of the greatest lines in Matthew. This is the blood of the new covenant poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. That is how we are able to have a relationship with God. And it shows us how much he loves us. Man, if I help someone move and break a sweat, I think I'm really sacrificing for them. But Jesus goes all the way to letting himself be humiliated, beat, and crucified on a cross because of my sins. And yet he still loves me. Now, I know we're just skimming the surface here, but I trust that you're going to take time to digest that on your own. The main thing for me in this reading today is just this crazy amount of self-sacrificing love that Jesus has for you that he would go to the cross for you alone so that you could be saved. He is the God who reaches down to save us. That is the good news of the gospel. Jesus died for us. Let's pray. Father, if there is anyone listening who doesn't know the saving power of your blood, open their hearts and minds to it now, I ask. Thank you for your forgiveness. May we live our lives in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you need that forgiveness in your life, reach out, ask God for it. Tell him that you want to be forgiven and start a new life in him. If I can help you in that process, get in touch with me. I'll be happy to point you in the right direction. Thanks for listening again. God bless.